Hello everyone, look who I brought with me today. And she's not only my wife, but she's also my resident nurse, as well as uh, my partner in preaching. And so today she's gonna to be helping out with the message today, as uh, we're gonna be looking through some uh, some verses and, and a chorus of a song. But uh, you know, during these days of concern and unknown, uh, we usually look to music to kind of calm and uh, and kind of direct us. Um, music has said to calm the savage beast, but I also too believe that it calms the anxiety beast within us. And I'm sure there's been a lot of anxiety these days that uh, COVID-19 has caused us. And, and maybe you've turned to music as well too, to be able to uh, you know, help your outlook through situations when you're feeling down and out and you're in your house all the time, that uh, you, you turn to some songs or whatever to lift your spirits up. And uh, music is so, so powerful. It can, it can uh, bring us back to memories uh, in the past that we've had. And when you hear a certain song, it can invigorate us as well, too. If you're doing a little workout, physical workout, and you want to get yourself going, uh, it can soothe us as well when we're having a difficult day or whatever. Just, there are certain songs you go to when you have to uh, um, have a certain feeling or, or whatever in your, in, your, in your life, it kind of sets the atmosphere as well, too. And if you want to study atmosphere, then you, you have certain kind of music that does that. I know I, I can't have many words sometimes when I'm studying because then that causes, you know, when I'm working on a message, it causes me to get distracted. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, instrumental music is good for me. So there's different songs I'm sure people go to and and music in that way. I remember when we went back to Ohio, you went with me and uh, along <laughs> yeah. with Brianna yeah. for my father's funeral. Yeah. And we rented a car and then that car had a, um, a player in there that we can MP3 player thing that we could then play whatever kind of worship music we wanted. And I remember driving then out to the burial site. Mm -hmm. Certain worship music was being played. But then later on, when those certain songs would come on the radio or whatever else, it would remind yeah. you about that situation. I didn't like those anymore. It would take us back to that yeah. moment. Now, whether it's good memories or bad memories, yeah. it's just they take us to the memories. They, that's what music does. And it takes us back to those moments. I, you know, If I hear any kind of 80s music, I'm drawn back to my high school days, basically, um, because then I think of those good or bad or indifferent, whatever. But anyway... So uh, that's why I wanted to try to get into a series this summer, back into the Summer of Psalms. Now, we did it three summers ago, 2017, and uh, we went through the different Psalms of, uh, of the Bible. Uh, not all of them, of course, but some of them. And it seemed to be very good. And I think this is good timing for us to do something like that, because it will help us focus back in on what God wants for us, that even though times are difficult and tough, we can we can focus on him. Uh, God's work can draw us to that, and songs do that. The Psalms will do that as well to us for, uh, in God's word. So we'll look at various Psalms in the Bible. Uh, we'll try not to repeat what we've done before three year, uh, three summers ago. Uh, although Psalm one nineteen has one hundred seventy six verses, I think we could probably use a few few more of those. Um, but then we'll also to showcase a special music. Um, we'll, we'll have someone come and share music uh, and uh, uh, do that, as well as maybe share a backstory of a hymn, because those are pretty interesting, why some of these hymns are written, how they came about. Anyway, so today what we're going to do, we're going to share our song today. We have a song 
And yes, we we make beautiful music together. And uh, the song, basically, it's entitled, Lord Give Me Strength and Wisdom. And uh, you'll see the words behind us there as we go through this. And what we'd like to do is take this song that's been created and apply scripture to try to help us through the difficult days that we're going through and to encourage each of, each of us to uh, keep at it and don't lose sight and hang on to God. Um, but anyway... Just a little background for this song. Um, Becky wrote the words, I wrote the music, and it came together. So how did you come about with the, with the words? How did that come about for you? Well, I um, it, was, it was from Oswald Chambers was the devotional that I was doing at the time. And um, it was just really powerful, meaning, meaningful to me. And um, some of the verses from 2 Corinthians 4, 7 to 9, and just a kind of combination of that. And... Um, I was writing poetry at the time for um, for some different classes that I was doing, and it just came together like really well. Yeah. So that was. And I would often go into the uh, uh, practice rooms at George Fox and play on their grand pianos. I just loved that, you know, to play different worship music and stuff like that. I'd bring in a worship um, songbook in there and start playing different songs. But also, I just like playing the different music that comes to my head. And as Ron Zinn will probably attest, while we're doing some practicing, I'll be playing on the keyboard there in the sanctuary, and Ron will come over to the piano and say, what you playing? And he'll look at the music, and I have no music there. And he's going, oh, and I said, it's just right here. Uh, that would happen with me in college, and I would just, songs would come to me, and I'd just play and play and do that. Well, this one song, this one tune, just kept on coming over and over uh, in my mind, and I would just keep on playing it. And it seemed to really work with what you wrote. Mm -hmm. And so you suggested, hey, maybe we can put this together. In fact, actually, either it was 1989 or 1988, I can't remember which one, but each year um, the uh, music department or, or KFOX, the uh, radio station, would gather people together for tryouts for a album project. And it was an annual thing, a campus album project. And we were able to submit this song, and it was accepted one of those years. And I can't remember which one it was, so uh, 89 or, or 88. But uh, anyway, so it's it's uh, documented that this song does exist <laughs> and all that. But uh, what we want to do is we want to share this with you guys in the way of uh, finding scripture that will uh, help you through these days as well. So let me start by looking at verse 1, and I'm going to break this up a little bit for there uh, for us to see. Now, the first verse of the song, it says, Lord, I feel so torn. There are so many things to do. Each thing drains a precious drop of life I gave to you. Does that not speak to you today? <laughs> all the different things that are going on in life, uh, all these many things that need to be done. I know as a pastor, since March 23rd, we've had situations where I've had to learn uh, so many different things on how to uh, do online <laughs> yeah. stuff, yeah. Uh, live streaming. Jake and Sydney have helped me quite a bit. But then it became reopening the church and all the articles and different videos and webinars and everything. It's just all these things that needed to be done and you really can't do them because we're kind of on hold. Uh, all these things can kind of draw me away and uh, drain all that, that life that I've given to God um, it's just, it, it can be very wearisome. And I'm sure for you guys as well, you've probably gone through your own moments where you've been just drained of the situation that COVID-19 has brought us. Um, 
we just basically want to say, hang in there. Uh, I'm reminded of scripture in Luke chapter 10, last part of that chapter, where we see Martha and Mary together there. And Jesus was there with his disciples. He, he, he visited with Mary and Martha. And uh, uh, Martha was distracted basically by all the preparations that had to be made during that day. And then she came to Jesus and she asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister Mary has left us, left me to do all the work by myself? And, and, and uh, tell her to help me, she says. And so uh, uh, Jesus turned to her, turned to Martha, and, she, and he said, You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will, be, it will not be taken away from her. And see, we sometimes get into the Mary and Martha situation. There are Martha moments where we just get distracted by all the different things that need to be done and we neglect then the, the moments that we can have with God, the moments we can have with Jesus. And uh, they may be good. Sometimes they're bad, of course, but they may be good things that distract us from those moments. And so I guess my caution for you would be to watch out for those Martha moments and enjoy more of the Mary moments. Because um, we can get so busy doing things for Jesus that we're not spending time with him. I can get so busy preparing to open a church, preparing to uh, figure things out as we move forward that I don't spend that valuable time for my own soul. And uh, so I, I imagine that there have been moments like that where you're stuck in the Martha moments. Try to get out of that cycle and just be in the merry moment to enjoy Jesus. Our attention the attention to Jesus is the most important thing in life. And I'm sure priorities get scrambled up a bit and get mixed around. But we need to all always remember to place Jesus first, no matter what's going on. COVID-19, protests, whatever it is, we need, we need to focus on Jesus in these things. So uh, that second part of the verse of the song also says, At times they pull me closer, as I wish for them to do, but at times I let them push me. They come between us when it's through. Uh, there are those moments, and and what it's talking about, those moments where, you know, those many things to do. Sometimes it pulls me closer to God. Sometimes it pushes me away, and it comes between God and I. Maybe you've had those situations um, where those things have done that. They've drawn you closer, and that's been good, but then also, too, they push you away because you've chosen. Who's left? God hasn't gone anywhere. It's where we've gone. And so we need to realize the distance that we've created between God because of our choices when those things push us away from him. It causes us to probably be concerned about that more than we need to. Maybe even worry more than we need to. And it reminds me of what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 when he was uh, uh, preaching the Sermon on the Mount there. And he got to the point of where he's talked about not worrying. And the scripture tells us there, he says, do not, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more, much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, be by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And he goes on and uses other examples too. But it is a great question. Are you adding anything to your life by worrying? 
Are you adding anything to your life by allowing those things to push you away from God? If anything, it should be a trigger to draw yourself closer to Him. Especially when all those things are piling up and, and worries and concerns. It should be a red light to go, okay, I need to lay those at Jesus' feet. I need to give, him, give, him, give them to Him. So uh, we can choose to allow the trials and the issues of life to, to draw us close to God. Or we can allow them to push us farther away. It is our choice. And uh, if we look at, at Scripture, it is a big indication that those things should be drawing us closer to Him. So those issues can cause us to worry more and trust less. And what God wants us to do these days is to worry less and trust more. And I'm sure that uh, that's a, easy to say, difficult to practice. But uh, when you get to those moments... Don't allow those things to push you away from God. Allow them to draw you closer to Him. Cling to Him. And also, too, uh, we need to just re be reminded that as He, do, that as he does those things, draws, tries to draws, draw us closer to Him, um, we need to respond and, and take that step closer to Him. So those, that's the first verse I see here. And then, uh, Becky, you're going to look at the, the chorus? The chorus, yeah. yeah. So that kind of set up then the... The question sort of for the answer um, and I thought that uh, Lord give me strength and wisdom envelop me in love help me do my best this moment but keep my eyes on things above and so when all of the things are whirling all around and it was it was interesting going back and looking at the specifics of like breaking the song apart because I I mean I wrote it when I was like 19 and then all of the things that were pushing on me then that were very real and very huge to me at the time are such uh, such a different place than where I'm at now. And then thinking through all of the different life changes that I've gone through over the last like 30, 31 years <laughs> um, and, you know, raising small children and then uh, adolescence and all of the different pieces of my life that have transpired into the beautiful season that we're in now. Um, and then just just seeing how how God has carried us through. So that has just been really encouraging. And just looking back over um, our lives and our life choices and what we've chosen um, and who we've chosen to serve and just been so rewarding just to... Um, just it's it's worth fighting for um, doing doing your best for Christ. So the the verse that really inspired me for the first part of this is Second Corinthians four seven to nine. Um, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard pressed on every side. We are crushed but not perplexed. We are in despair. We're not abandoned. We're persecuted, but not abandoned. We're struck down, but we're not destroyed. So all the things that come at us in, in every season of life, um, it's just as difficult for the young people and for the kids and for the elderly, like all of the different things that come at, in the different seasons that um, Christ has followed. As we follow him, he's with us. And um, it's just a a choice to be wise, and I haven't always been, but um, choosing Christ first has been my best, my best choice ever. And um, seeing how He has helped me through some really difficult moments. Um, and then the second part, um, 
of the verse. You want to, did you switch it to the next part? Sorry. Um, <laughs> help me to see what is lasting hasn't fallen apart today. And the hopes that you've been casting are not lost along the way. That that sometimes I, I lose sight when I'm in the midst of being um, pushed and, and crushed and um, disappointed um, that that all of these things that are swirling now hasn't really taken away the most important things in my life. And nobody can take that away. And um, 2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 18 says, Therefore, do not lose heart, though outwardly you're wasting away, yet inwardly you're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary struggles are achieving for us an eternal um, glory that far outweighs them all. So, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, for what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And to just to just rest in that, that even um, when things are hard, or when I I worry about things for my kids, or for people that I love, or for you guys at the church, um, not being able to be out and um, to see you guys. Um, and to care for you like we'd like, or for at the school that I'm at, um, um, just mourning the loss of a lot of things for um, my kids with the choir, and um, then finding that Christ can use, God can use us, even in our, like, when we're limited, if we just open up and just give him opportunity just to to take what we offer and um, and use it in, in big ways, and I've seen that happen over and over, um, even an example of um, some of you guys know that I teach a tryout choir at the school, and we are um, a competitive choir, um, and that choir specifically has done really well over the last few years, and um, even competed publicly, and they've won for like a few years in a row, and so they were all geared up to do that again, and we'd had the competition, and um, so we were headed to state when the COVID-19 thing shut things down. And so it was pretty disappointing for the kids and for us to to have to kind of give up that dream of, you know, for some of the kids that was their first time going to state and it was all. Um, but then we kind of just turned our focus because our we've set out goals at the beginning of the year, just like we do at the church to um, to really to be a light and to um, reach people with our faith. Um, through music, um, that's our avenue. And so as we turned uh, the corner um, and the kids had to start doing stuff on their own in in their, because we couldn't be together, so they had to record in their own room and send it to me and my uh, accompanist was helping me in any way. The Lord just really used that um, through the kids just making a sacrifice and being really brave and recording on their own. and. Um, pushing through that and um, getting to get the word out. We got to do some pieces that were really encouraging and um, and it went out on, it ended up going out on YouTube and it ended out, they even got it in the newspaper and so it went even farther. So so that the, the Lord can use, like, use us in ways that we never expected. And um, one of the things that's really a motto for my life and our life is um, all glory to God no matter what. And this whole COVID-19 thing is not a what that we ever imagined um, and has severely limited a lot of things that we thought were super important, um, but are realizing that the really important things 
really haven't been taken away at all. In fact, they're sweeter. So that has been really encouraging to me and um, just realizing in a new perspective how God can use us um, in new ways if we're open to Him um, and also um, giving us opportunity to to speak our hearts and to um, to be creative in the way that we love each other um, and just to be patient is something that I'm kind of learning too, which I don't really enjoy sometimes. Um, anyway, that's the chorus part. So verse two, back to you. Yes, yeah, so then the song moves to verse two and uh, trying to break this into two, two parts here. It says, Lord, I know when times are harder than I ever understand. I know you take me farther than I ever dreamed or planned. Um, difficult times are going to come. And if you're not in them now, I don't know where you're at because these are pretty tough times right now. <laughs> and difficult times are going to be coming. Um, more than you'll ever understand. And, and this is just the times for today. Uh, they're going to, good news, they're going to get rougher. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to have uh, worse days than today. But um, as you continue through life like that, you're going to realize that you you won't be able to comprehend what that is. Why is it tough? Why is it difficult? But you know, you'll know that then God will take you farther than you ever dreamed or planned in all of this. Even though there's temptations and situations and trials that might overtake you, uh, God is still there. He's going to take you through those. He's going to help you through these things. First uh, Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 comes to mind when I think of the, this first part of this song, this verse song. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure under it. Endure it. So God is with us to be able to provide a way. He doesn't leave us in those temptations, in those situations. Um, God is with you. God is with you even you, though you are going through some temptations, possibly through this COVID-19 time. Um, hang in there. Know that God is, is uh, walking this path with you as well. And along with that, it reminds me of James chapter 1 and his familiar portion of Scripture, verses 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, and let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So as we go through these difficulties, are, are we supposed to rejoice because these situations are coming? No, we don't rejoice in those situations. They're horrible. I don't think we want COVID-19 again. Protests and riots, the, the issues that George Floyd and his family have gone through, those other things. No, we would not wish those upon people so that we can consider it pure joy. But when we go through those situations, we need to consider it as pure joy because we know what those, ten, those, those, those uh, trials are going to bring us and be able to build us and, and help us to uh, have perseverance, produces that and produces that faith in us. So as we go through life, we know that God is bringing us through this and keeping us stronger. Uh, Romans chapter, chapter 5, verses 3 through 5 is also a great verse that I'm reminded of in uh, this portion of this song. It says, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame or disappoint us, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. 
God's love poured out to you. So as you go through those difficulties, go through those sufferings, uh, we know that those sufferings are going to produce perseverance. Perseverance is going to bring character, and that character is going to bring us hope. So basically, as we go through difficult times, we can always have hope because that's going to be uh, produced in us. And hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out into our hearts. And so as we carry that with us, even though times are going to be harder than we ever understand, we know that God will take us farther than we ever dreamed or planned because he loves us, his love is poured out to us, and those situations will make us even better when we come out on the other side of them. So that's what you know. the first portion of verse 2 is speaking about. And then when you look at, a, at this song, the second portion of this verse 2 says, Lord, I've tested and I've tried you. I've always found you true. Uh, help me to rem remember this when life becomes unglued. Great word. Great word. When life becomes unglued. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 24 tells us, The one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. You know, when we've gone through difficult times, we will always find God to be true. Always find God to be faithful in his promises. And so if you're going through difficult times, you can always know and count on a God who loves you and wants the best for you. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3 says, But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. So as you've gone through those difficult times, and, and uh, remember when life becomes unglued, God is with you. God will protect you. He will strengthen you from that evil one who's wreaking havoc in your life. And so we can always hold on to him and know that the faithful one, God, is always with us. First Peter chapter 1, verses 6 and 7 says, In all of this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have, to ha have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. So as we go through these situations, it's for a short, brief time. They may not feel brief, feel brief. at all. <laughs> March 23rd seems like years ago. Yeah. But as we look at the time frame that God has for us, uh, this, is a, this is a blip. And we need to realize that, that as God brings us through this, we can realize that he's going to walk us through it, and it's going to come to an end. <laughs> this will end, and we just need to hang on to God. Psalm 25, uh, uh, verse 10 says, All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful toward those who keep the demands of his covenant. God is faithful, and he's loving to those people who follow him. And Psalm 26, verse 2 says, Test me, Lord, and try me. Have you ever prayed that? Uh, if you have, that. that's a dangerous <laughs> yeah. prayer. And so, you know, Lord, test me and try me. Examine my heart. Examine my mind. For I have always been mindful of your unfailing love and have lived in reliance on your faithfulness. You know, sometimes we need to get to that prayer where we say, Lord, okay, test me because I want to make sure I'm connected to you. And so as we have tried and tested God in the way where we've, you know, is, is, is his promises true, we should also be turning that around and say, well, Lord, test me. Test my faith. Help me because I want to strengthen it and I want to be close to you. And so as we look at that second portion of, the, of, of uh, that verse from that song, um, I really believe that we can be reminded that as we go through those difficulties, as we've been uh, as as we've 
tried God and gone through that, we can always find that him, be, him to be faithful, him to be true, and remember uh, those things when, when life does become unglued. Mm-hmm. And it certainly has become unglued in these, these days of COVID-19. So hang in there. Be reminded of God's promises for you. He's faithful. He's true. He will always be there for you. Um, that's a rhyme. We can almost add that to another portion of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Verse 4. Right? Yeah. No. So it goes to the chorus uh, of the song does after that verse. And then it goes into verse 3. And I'll let you go ahead and explain yeah. that one. And this was this was the final verse. And so um, I was trying to use this more as kind of a more retrospective and as determination. And um, I think that the one another Oswald Chambers uh, devotional that I had read kind of um, help me to explain a little more what I'd like to, uh, this to, what this meant to me. Um, so matter of determination. So as I was thinking through um, the next verse, which is, Lord, um, Lord, I know that it can happen. I found that I have sometimes failed. Although my heart beats as yours, my humanness prevailed. Um, the Second Corinthians 10.5 talks about um, taking every thought captive. Um, and when when we don't do that, then problems occur. And so I was thinking about how um, how we have a chance to do something about thoughts that are not pleasing to God before they leak into our heart and change us. So I um, I got this morning just this morning I got a sermon illustration um, email or text to me from Amanda of my, my baby little grandson, Ransom. And so here's, you want to show that. So this is, this is baby Ransom and, um, he is now crawling, army crawling, and that is the cat food dish. So if you, if you can see, uh, cat food and water are about to, um, maybe have some problems. So, um, if you have a mobile baby at your house, you start to understand that there are things that you want to take captive before something occurs. So that just reminded me that there are things that you can do before a problem happens to stop it so that it never occurs. And so um, the matter of determination, the um, taking thoughts captive, um, keeping your heart clean by removing things or by when it when it comes up, then you know that you do not want that to go because Proverbs 23, 7, I think, says, um, as a man thinks, so he is. So what we put into our hearts, we put in through what we see and what we hear and what we think. Um, and taking that captive is something that we have control of. We can make a difference. Um, and another piece of the Oswald Chambers thing is think of the things that take you out of the position of abiding with Christ. So think about it and say, hey, you know, I'm going to get to it tomorrow or I'm going to get to it next time or when that comes around again, I'll take care of it. But no, take care of it now, because if you wait, if you let the if you let the cat food sit there very long, it's going to make a mess. So (laughs) so just take care of it when you know it occurs. Be wise. Um, Also, make the determination um, that you want to be consistent in doing that. And so the second part, second part of the verse, did you already do that? <laughs> Sorry. Second part of the verse, Lord, help me to remember, please burn it on my heart that al- although today's important, I must go back to the start. Just always um, speaking and thinking from your core of what's important to you. 
like just always looking at like what your end goal is, what you want to be in Christ and who you want to be and how you want to serve him. Like no matter what comes at you, if you know that all glory to God, no matter what, you just got to figure out, okay, what this is not a what that I was thinking, but now what does that mean? Um, And then um, what if we think, what we think is crucial to who we are and to making wise choices and becoming the very best that we can for Christ. So just taking capture um, our thoughts, um, removing stuff when we know it's coming. Sometimes you don't know it's coming and you step in the cat food. (laughs) And then you just got to clean your foot off and um, not dwell. And um, doesn't doesn't mean that we're always perfect, but that we, we want to do better and we want to keep Christ as our focus. And so... That is just, that's kind of where I was coming from on that verse. And then uh, from that verse, then it goes back into the chorus, it repeats that, and then it ends with the second, or the first part of the chorus, and ends the song. So what we'd like to do, actually, is to have you listen to the song. Becky and I will go ahead and do that. I'll be at the piano, the keyboard, and Becky will be singing it. And we want to share that song with you in its entirety in concluding our time here together. So enjoy the song. Lord, I feel so torn There are so many things to do Each thing drains a precious drop of life I gave to you. At times they pull me closer as I wish for them to do, but at times I've let them push me. They come between us when it's through. Lord, give me strength. Help me This moment, keep my eyes on things above. Teach me to see what is lasting, hasn't fallen apart today. And all those hopes that you've been casting can't be lost along the way. Lord, I know when times are harder. I know you take me farther than I've ever dreamed or planned. Lord, I've tested and I've tried you. I've always found you true. Help me to remember this when life becomes unglued. Teach me to see what is lasting, hasn't fallen apart today. 
can't be lost along the way. Lord, I know it that it can happen. I found that I've sometimes failed. Although my heart beats as yours, my humanness prevailed. Lord, help me to remember. Please burn it on my heart. Although today's important, I must go back to the start. Lord, give me strength, envelop me in love, help me do my best this moment, keep my eyes on things above, teach me to see what is lasting, hasn't fallen apart today, and all those hopes you've been casting. Oh, uh-huh.